0: Welcome back. Thanks again for checking out this bonus edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. (laughs) Check this out on this podcast. What I'm going to do is give you a brief recap of my birthday celebration. Now. I'm going to be honest, right? I normally don't really celebrate birthdays like that Um, or like how I'm about to tell you. Uh, And I'll get into that a little later as far as my birthdays. But um, as some of you know, maybe maybe a few of you know, uh, I celebrated my 48th birthday a couple of weeks ago and um, at the time of this recording. And uh, I had uh, a couple of months back, I want to say like. I don't know, late July, early August. I was like, you know what? turning 48. I'm going to do something different. I'm actually going to celebrate and just kind of let my hair down and just hang out and kick. It. And I was like, you know what? What would be dope? I'm going to go to L.A. <laughs> now, at the time that I booked... My flight, and my hotel, uh, we were in a global pandemic. Little did I know that the global pandemic would become even worse than it was at the time that I booked the flight and the hotel and the rental car. Um, but, you know, I was just like, you know what? I, it's rare for me to celebrate my birthday like this. So you know, I, I'm going to L.A. to kick it. Plus, uh, one of my best friends, uh, my man, Jay Fresh, who. I've known since we were six. <laughs> since we could barely spell. I've known Jay Fresh since we were like six. Jay Fresh and I uh actually moved together to Atlanta and we lived together for a year. Um so this is my man. We went to high school together. Oh not and um grew up around the corner from each other. So anyway, I hadn't seen Jay Fresh since my fortieth birthday party. Uh he's been in LA for better part of 20 years now. Um so I hadn't seen him since my 40s so that was 8 years ago so I'm like, you know, I go kick it with fresh Right? So little did I know that again things would get worse as far as the pandemic was concerned. Um and I I'll be honest, you know, I knew that we were in a pandemic cuz you know, I'm moving like everybody else is moving, trying to stay around free, right? But I didn't know it was going to be this crazy. Um but I made up my mind and I'll be honest with you. I probably as it got closer and closer to, you know, the time for me to leave, um I was still contemplating like, mm, "I don't know, playboy. <laughs> I don't know if you want to do this. But um I knew that, you know, I'd have to maneuver a different kind of way and um so forth and so on, but uh Being able to maneuver through a pandemic is one thing. Uh, It felt like at the time, uh, and we're talking second week of December. So it felt like at the time that L.A. was the epicenter of the uh, coronavirus pandemic. So, you know, I had to take extra, 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 extra Uh, precautions. And that was cool for me because I had already been doing it already. But, you know, it's a different thing when you're inside your house, uh, when you are (laughs) you feel like you're totally free from Corona as opposed to being in public with other people. Um, You know, one of the things that I noticed uh, obviously was like when I got to the airport and and they said this up front, I flew Delta uh, from uh, Atlanta to uh, LAX. And, you know, they said at the beginning that, you know, here are some of the things that you should be aware of. Uh, you know, the hand sanitizers at each station, blah, 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 blah. This is how we clean. The plane will be clean. All of this, the whole not. So, you know, I'm thinking, okay, well, you know, let's see if they if Delta is, is up to what they said that they're going to do. And to their credit, I mean, the, the plane was, you know, <laughs> I don't think I've ever been on a plane that clean, but, um, you know, it, it was, you know, it, it, I don't want to say you feel totally safe but you felt a little bit more secure if you will. Uh not enough to get your guard down but just like I said being in the airport uh at Hartsfield Jackson International Airport is an ex- extremely busy airport. It's one of the busiest airports in the world. And um I flew out uh Tuesday morning and um on the uh Tuesday, December 8th. I flew out that morning and um my flight was like at eight. So I got to the airport at like six. So, you know, it was virtually (laughs) nobody in the airport, which is weird, but you know, still I'm rolling. Uh, no problem getting through TSA. No problem. Once I got on the plane, uh, they give you these little wipes and stuff. So I'm wiping down my seat, wiping down all the stuff that that I'm gonna touch, um, wiping down the surface of the little movie screen and everything. So, you know, being on the, being in the airport, early and then being on the plane, um, you know, I've pretty much felt at ease. And the only, time, only time I didn't really feel at ease was, and of course you had to have your mask on. Right. So I I think that goes without saying, but you know, I had my mask on the whole time. Um, I did take my mask off to partake in some, uh, what would I have a red wine? Um, it was some Merlot. Uh, so I, I had like I had like three or four bottles and so I would drink and then put my mask back on drink and you know do it like that but um but yeah you know flying uh actually was uh flying was actually pretty cool um I remember I would spoken to uh my homegirl Autumn the Aries shout out to Autumn uh, a couple of months ago actually before I bought the ticket and Autumn said you know she was she had flown a couple of times or whatever and she was telling me like what to expect and she was like look you know being on a plane you'll be pretty cool you should be you know, in, in pretty good shape. And, you know, of course. People want to they want to make sure that obviously that it's as safe as it can be. But there's also a, a level of trust that you have to instill in other people that, hey, I'm not getting on this plane sick. And, you know, you don't know if someone has something or or whatever the case may be, but you can't be on a plane if you're you know experiencing sy- symptoms. Um, So the plane was cool. But again. I'm going to L.A. Right, (laughs) I'm going to Cali, and it's weird because by the time I got out there, L.A. I think it's yeah, L.A. County had over six hundred thirty-six thousand cases of uh, COVID, right, and eighty-nine hundred deaths, and so. The week before I get out there, um, the mayor of LA, you know, and the governor, they shut, shut everything down. They're like, "Look, no outdoor dining, no nothing. You can't, you know, you stay at home orders." Blah 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 blah. So when I hit my friend, when I hit my um, my homeboy Jay Fresh up, and I was like, "Yo, Fresh, I'm coming," and he was like, "Man, you sure you want to come?" He's like, "Cause LA's shutting down." I was like, "Well, you know, I've been shut down, you know, for the most part uh, in Atlanta." Uh, I don't go anywhere. You know, I just go to the grocery store and then I come back to the crib and that's about it. I work from home, so it's no big deal. Um, But I was, uh, you know, other than contemplating not going, I still said, okay, you know what, man, you need to go. This is what you need to do. And this is how you're going to celebrate your birthday. And this is how you're going to maneuver um, while you're out there. Uh, The one thing that I did not know, um, but I was... (laughs) I was fully aware by the time that I landed, is that masks are mandatory. Uh, there's a mask mandate in LA County, right? So you cannot be anywhere in public without a mask, which is different from how it is here in Georgia, because um, I think most places encourage you to have masks. Now there's some places they will tell you up front, like, "Look, you can't come in here without a mask on," um, but you you'll still see people sometimes walking down the street without mask on. But what was bugged out about being in L.A. was like it was, you know, everybody you saw had mask on, like. Even homeless people, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it was that was bugged. i was like, wow, this is actually cool to see people in compliance. <laughs> um, so I think to me in a strange way, it made me feel a little bit more comfortable, you know, being on the street or whatever like that. But, um, but yeah, nonetheless, uh, that felt good to see. And, and I know a lot of people, you know, have certain feelings about masks. I mean, it's the, it's the only way that we're going to be able to get out of this pandemic. So put your mask on. Um, (laughs) actually one of the funniest things, uh, that I saw when I was in LA was, um, my hotel is downtown. Right. And so, uh, I went to get something to eat. I think I went to like Chick-fil-A. It was like a block over and <laughs> I'm walking across the street. And before I went to Chick-fil-A, I saw the guy on the corner. Um, he's sitting at a homeless guy. He's, he's literally, literally sitting on the corner on the, on the curb. Right. And so he's like, <laughs> when I came back, he's just yelling at the top of his lungs. I don't want to die. I don't want to die. I don't want to die. All right. So he's yelling that at the top of his lungs. (laughs) And then somebody walked past him without a mask on. And all of all of a sudden, the only thing you hear on this crowded L.A. street is. Put your mask on motherfucker <laughs> yo I, I i almost dropped my food on the ground just laughing it was that was so funny to me because he was dead serious and um but it felt good to see people you know at least taking it serious, you know seriously you know being in this pandemic um but it was cool man uh i I did some shit while i was out there uh i made sure that i was socially distanced i didn't really go anywhere let me let me put it like this everywhere that i went i was by myself so i mean other than kicking it with fresh um like (laughs) it's funny because i landed and i got my um got my bag and uh i text fresh i'm like yo i just landed And he was like, yo, meet me at this spot. So he sent me this location to a parking lot. I'm like, why is he sending me to a parking lot? He's like, let's meet here. And so I get the rental car. Uh, Shout out to the Nissan Maxima. I didn't know those little cars had that much power. I was flying through through, uh, LA. Um, So we met at this uh, parking lot in Santa Monica. And so again, this is my, this is my dude. Me and Fresh, we we talk or text every other day, right? I ain't seen him since, you know, eight years ago. And so we get out the car, dap and hug. What up, boy? What up? What up? What up? You know, like that. And then after we dap and hug, I gave him a little hand sanitizer. (laughs) Then I put it on my hand. And so it was just like, we both kind of chuckled when i did it but and he was going to his car to get his hand sanitizer but you know it's just like you know we it was i guess the best way that i can describe it, it was something that was constantly on my mind as far as in the forefront of my mind and i think you have to be that careful um you know when you're moving about not just on vacation or just anywhere in general you know um you don't know how much you touch your face or anything like that. So it's just little things that you have to be aware of, you know, social distance, keep your mask on, wash your hands. You got to do that. So, um, we met in Santa Monica, Santa Monica was cool. I was like, yo, Santa Monica giving it up like this. We're at the beach. And man, it was 85 degrees. I was like, yo, I see why people live. I mean, cause it's, it was, it wasn't a cloud in the sky. There wasn't any type of humidity. Picture perfect weather. For December. I mean eighty-five degrees in December. Who wouldn't sign up for that? Um, so we kicked it in Santa Monica, got some lunch, and just kind of, you know, do what we always do. Sit around talking, laughing, bugging out by old shit. Uh <laughs> the shit we used to do in high school and college. Um, and then so like my hotel was downtown and it's literally four blocks from the Staples Center. And so I walked over to the Staples Center again by myself um, with my mask on. And, um, you know, it, it felt good to to see the Staples Center. And, and you know, I guess <laughs> I told myself, I was like, OK, I'm going to do something different on his birthday, because normally I don't do tourist shit. Right. And I was like, OK, so let me take. So I took took some pictures. There's some statues outside in front of uh, Staples Center, the statue of the great Kareem Abdul-Jabbar uh the great Magic Johnson, uh the great Shaquille O'Neal, the great Wayne Get Gretzky. Um there is no statue of Kobe uh uh yet, but that's coming. Um uh, but it was it was dope to be at the Staples Center, man. Um, it's real, real cool spot. Um and of course there's no way that I could talk about being in LA and not mention the late great Kobe Bryant. Um it was definitely something to walk in front of Staples Center and take pictures, but then there was also, you know, just a different feeling and a different vibe knowing that Kobe wasn't there. Um, it's just weird, man. I mean, like, I it, it's really hard to put into words. Um, I just remember while I was out there, I can count at least six times where I rode past the building and there was a mural of Kobe. Um, And I think you don't necessarily have to have been a Lakers fan or been a a sports fan for that matter to understand the impact that he had in the city of Los Angeles. Um, If for no other reason, if you understand and follow the history of, you know, his tenure in LA Kobe was LA because they saw him grow up literally in their city. I mean, he came to the Lakers at 19 years old. So, you know, for him to be gone, uh, it definitely, um, you know, I think the city still feels the sting of it. I mean, it's, it's really, it was really kind of surreal just to be passing by and, you know, seeing a mural with his face on the side of it. And, you know, I wasn't, even though I was doing tourist stuff, I wasn't going to you know, stop and take a picture. Cause I mean, people, when you see people doing that, people know that you ain't from around there. So I, I, <laughs> I tried my best to look like I was from there without being from there. But, um, definitely man, rest in peace to Kobe Bryant. Uh, he is definitely missed by the city of Los Angeles. And like I said, it was, uh, very surreal to be out there and see him still being memorized. And, um, you know, he's gone, but definitely not forgotten. As I was walking around downtown, I came across the uh, the Grammy Center. And um, <laughs> I meant to I took a picture of the the Grammy walk and I meant to send it to my man Eclectic. Uh, shout out to E. Uh, <laughs> one of the one of the spots was uh, one of the, the Grammys that was laid down was uh, in the ground was uh, the 2004 Grammy. Um, and I took a picture of it. Uh, group by the name of outcast one album of the year in 2004 uh <laughs> so i meant to say that to Clay because i know how much he loves outcast um but yeah i did some tourist shit um i uh hit roscoe's uh roscoe's chicken and Waffles. um pff, that food is crazy it is so good so so good um you know had a couple of like there was a uh Morton's next to my hotel I ate there for my birthday and now I when I said I ate there at Morton's I got it to go because I wasn't you know because you couldn't sit in anybody's restaurant or sit outside so I got it to go ate in my room cool whatever um what else did I do um oh Friday I did um Runyon Canyon um hiking whoo um (laughs) Runyon Canyon is something else. Uh if you're not familiar with Runyon Canyon, uh go to your Google machine and Google it. Uh I I purposely uh took you know a couple of hoodies, um some sweatpants and some, you know, some jogging shoes or whatever so I could run run Runyon Canyon. And I mean, I'm not a runner or a hiker or anything like that, but you know, I get my walk on or whatever like that. So, um it's this huge <laughs> huge hill, uh, huge winding hill for that matter. And what was interesting was I, when I got to Runyon Canyon, you had to drive up the Canyon or at least where I came in at. Um, and then of course, you know, they have all the signs that you have to have your mask on. So I switched mask and, you know, got a couple extra layers, filters to put in my mask. And, um, you know, I knew cause it's, It's hard enough to breathe in a mask, but it's even harder when you're out of breath, as far as coming up or down a hill. Um, But here's the thing: I actually started at Runyon Canyon at the top of the canyon. (laughs) So I started walking right, and I'm walking down. So I'm like, okay, I say, oh, this ain't shit. I'm like, okay, this is this piece of cake. And I got maybe two minutes into the walk and realized that I was at the top of the canyon. So. I knew I was going to have to walk to the bottom and then walk back to the top. That was going to be a problem. <laughs> so <laughs> I got to the bottom and I was surprised at how many people were out there with their dogs and all kind of stuff. And it was, you know, everybody was still keeping a distance and, you know, you had some people that were just straight up just running, um, And then there were a few, not a lot, but there were a few who had their uh, chin diapers on. Um, Chin diapers is what we call people who take their mask and put the mask on their chin. That's a chin diaper. Don't do that. That's that defeats the purpose in having on a mask. You should have a mask that covers both your nose and your mouth. Um, But yeah, it was cool, man. Runyon Canyon was cool. Definitely do it uh, if you go out to L.A. and you have some time. Um, and then of course, you know, you could see the Hollywood sign from there. You could see the skyline of LA. I took a lot of pictures and like I said, I was just on some tourist shit. Um, did a lot of riding around in the car. Um, one of the places, uh, cause my hotel was on Wilshire, Wilshire Boulevard downtown. And so I'm riding around and I think I was in, I think I was in. Culver City I think I'm not sure I'm not I I was like just riding because here's the thing about me like I have a pretty good sense of direction and the way that LA is set up their streets are set up in numbers and they're like a grid so you know if you're on 10th street then it goes up to 11th 12th whatever case may be so I was in like I think at one point I was in Inglewood and I was at like I don't know 99th street and so I was like, OK, well, I didn't. And then what I wanted to do was get back to my hotel. But I didn't want to turn on the GPS. I was like, I'll figure it out. And and so I, I have fun doing that, being not necessarily lost, but just kind of being riding around or whatever the case may be. So um, I was riding and I was in Inglewood and I moved over and then I went to Culver City and I'm driving. And so I get on Wilshire Boulevard. So I was like, OK, I'll take this all the way to my hotel. And I didn't realize the street was this long. So I'm riding and I'm riding. And I pull up on this sign and it says like museums or something like that. Right. And I see a building and I'm like, yo, this building looks familiar. Because keep in mind, I've been to L.A. before. I have not had not been to L.A. since. I want to say 2003. So it's been some years. Right. So. I see this sign. I see this building and the building looks eerily for me. I'm like, where do I know this building from? And I read the letters on the building. It says Peterson Automotive Museum. Huh? And it hit me. If you're familiar with hip hop. March 9th, 1997. Biggie had a party at the Peterson automotive museum in LA. And as Biggie was leaving the party, car got shot up. He was murdered. And then it dawned on me. Like <laughs> I literally was sitting at the corner where Biggie was murdered. And that was like bugged out. Cause I, I, I did not intend to be where I was. I just happened to be riding around. Um, but that was weird, but still, you know, kind of bugged out, you know. I I've, you know, being a fan of Biggie, that just kind of freaked me out a little bit for a quick second. Um, but it was uh it was cool, man. I spent a lot of time in Inglewood just riding around. I saw the uh, you know, did a couple of tourist spots. Um got a chance to see the uh SoFi Stadium, um where the Rams and the Chargers play. Beautiful stadium uh from the outside. Um and then me and Fresh went to Long Beach and uh, we hung out there. And I mean, the weather was perfect. I was just like, yo, and Fresh is thinking about moving to Long Beach. And um, <laughs> got to say, Long Beach <laughs> ain't what I thought it was. <laughs> or maybe what has been portrayed in hip hop. I didn't see that part of Long Beach because I'm pretty sure I wasn't that far away. But the beach of Long Beach, mm, pretty nice, pretty nice. Um, but yeah, I just, like I said, I just did some tourist shit. I really, you know, I spent a lot of time at my hotel. Uh, what was funny was, uh, like that Thursday, um, the lady at the front desk stopped me, uh, because and it's was weird. Cause like the hotel that I was in, it's 70 floors. And I was, like, you have to go to the 70th floor. And then you go down to your room. I was on like the 57th floor. Right. So the lady at the hotel, she stopped me. She, I had on my, um, I had on a South Carolina state university sweatshirt. And, um, you know, we were just small talking and with our mask on. And she was like, well, you know, where are you from? I was like, Atlanta. She was like, Oh, are you here with the Falcons? <laughs> I was like, why would I be here with the Falcons? Why would I be associated with them? And she was like, well, they'll be staying in a hotel. Um, they'll be staying in a hotel, uh, this weekend because they played the Rams. I mean, the chargers. I was like, Oh word. No, I didn't know that. And so, um, what's weird was like every, the hotel had like seven restaurants and all of them because of COVID had been shut down. So I mean like you could order room service, but you couldn't, you know, check out any of the, any of the restaurants in the hotel because, you know, cause of COVID and, it literally felt like by the time, cause I think the Falcons got there Friday afternoon by the time the Falcons got it, it really felt like me and the Falcons were the only people in the hotel. <laughs> but, um, you know, it was just kind of weird, but it was cool. Um, but yeah, overall, I just, I really wanted to, I didn't anticipate obviously a pandemic, but, I'm somebody who doesn't really I celebrate my birthday, but my birthday has always been something personal to me. I want to thank everybody. I did it on social media, but I want to again, I want to thank everybody who sent well wishes and happy birthday wishes and all the calls and text messages and posts on social media. I really appreciate that because I'm. I'm not really someone who makes a fuss or likes a fuss being made about my birthday. It's always been more of a personal thing, a time for me to reflect on, you know, the, the previous year and, and the years. And to be honest, I mean, it's a blessing to see 48. And uh, it's also makes you realize how, how much time has passed. Like I don't feel 48 with 48 had a feeling, but I'm also thankful and blessed to have made it this far, but I still have, long way to go you know. I'm trying to live to like 145 or something like that (laughs) but um but yeah I I just um I wanted to do something different so this was a chance for me to kind of go and celebrate me and do something you know for me and um because you know I'm normally doing stuff for the wife and kids or or, or my family and um you know (laughs) it's kind of interesting because I talked to my dad before I came out there and my dad was like, uh, you sure you want to (laughs) go? I was like, dad, I trust me. I will be fine. I will be fine. I'll take every, every secondary, you know, precaution that I can to stay, you know, Rona free. And, um, my mom was worried too, but I was like, I'm okay. I I know what to do. And, um, but I'm glad that I went. I'm, I'm glad that I went. LA is a beautiful place. Uh, me and fresh were talking. Um, it's definitely some place that I will go back to. Uh, but I want to go back again when, you know, we're over the pandemic or what have you. So whenever outside opens back up, uh, I'll go back and I, th- I think, um, probably the next time I'll go, uh, I'll bring Sharice with me because my wife, Sharice, she's, uh, she's actually from Compton. So, um, I didn't make it to Compton though. Um, <laughs> I mean, I really had no reason to go to Compton, but I didn't make it over to Compton, but, um, but, yeah, I'll probably we'll probably go together. Uh, but, yeah, L.A. is beautiful, man. It's it's a beautiful city. It's a beautiful place. Um, you know, it's got its issues. I mean, good God, I've never seen so many homeless people. And it makes you kind of appreciate things because, I, I mean, I live in Atlanta. We have a homeless population here, but it's you don't see it like that. Like in L.A., it's everywhere. I mean, like you step outside your hotel and you just see homeless people on the street. I mean, like it's just there and, you know, you feel, you know, you feel bad for them, but you also feel, excuse me, you also feel thankful that, um, you know, just appreciative of the things that you have. You know, not everybody can, um, you know, get on a plane and go celebrate their birthday in another city. And I, I feel very fortunate and blessed that, you know, not only that God blessed me to see those years, but also to be in the position where I could do that type of thing and celebrate myself. So, um, you know, like I said, it it was just me and fresh and, um, I enjoyed LA. And, uh, like I said, once, uh, once outside opens back up and it's safe to come out, uh, who knows? Like I said, I'll I'll get on another bird and fly, fly out West and, and, and go kick it. And, uh, but yeah, I just wanted to give you guys my thoughts and my recap of the birthday. Again, thanks again for all of the, um, all of the birthday wishes, uh, sag season is unfortunately over, but, uh, there's always next year. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks again for checking out this bonus edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm your boy 12 Kyle. I'll catch you guys next time. 5,000.